Hello and welcome to episode 58 of No Other Crackpot. <laughs> Feeling great at 58. <laughs> it's never too late at 58. I am Look at a state. Look at a state at 58. I am. Thank God I'm we do not do video podcasts. For me, Marie. Marie, you look fabulous. No, I do not. You do. You look <gasps> lovely. No. I am not prepared for the hot weather. It's just too hard. We're autumn girls. Where's our sweaters? <laughs> We're autumn winter girls. I packed away all my summer stuff, so this is why I've been left left in the lurch now. High and dry. Yeah. Well, I'm certainly not dry with that heat. I know. I know. I'm sweating. It's just frizztastic, but sure. It'll be nice at the weekend. It'll um, be more bearable when we're not working. Maybe. I have one fact check from last week. Oh. So remember when you were on about you're so not invited to my bat, bat mitzvah? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I always thought it was a bar mitzvah. Mm. So, a little bit of Jewish education here for you. So, a bar mitzvah and a bat mitzvah, they mark a transition into adulthood. But at age 13, a boy becomes a bar, mit- bar mitzvah, mm-hmm. which is the son of the commandments. And at age 12, a girl becomes a bat mitzvah. Ah, so you are right, technically. Yeah, because I never heard bat mitzvah. Mm. Yeah, probably things we've watched through the years were boys. Yeah. So I just found it interesting. I don't know if there's a bit of wiggle, but you were saying like it's almost akin to confirmation, like that kind of 12, 13 yeah. age. Yeah. So there you go. There's a bat mitzvah mm. and a bar mitzvah. Now we know. Um, did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it yet. It's on my mm. list. Mm. I feel like because we've recorded in such close proximi- proximity, I'm like, yeah, I know have you done anything? Was, nothing has transpired. <laughs> oh, plenty, plenty <laughs> has transpired, actually. Oh, did you play any cows jazz? I actually got a few videos of people playing Play jazz, jazz to cows. cows. No, I didn't try. We don't actually... I mean, dad has cows, but they're not very near to us, surprisingly. They're not the musical sort. Well, perhaps, like, I must ask dad to give it a go, but um, I've not been near any cows since. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny. No, I got a few videos that was very funny. Um, So TV Guide. Mm, What have you been watching? All I've been watching now this week, now I had given you a sneak peek of what I was watching, so we'd mentioned last week only murders in the building. Mm-hmm. So I'm up to date again with that. Oh, I haven't seen this week. The sixth episode. Oh, I'm so disappointed that I haven't. No, I'm not so disappointed that you haven't. I'm just generally disappointed. In the show? Yeah. Oh, no. I'm a bit bored. Oh, God. Sorry. Uh, I'll not say anything that will spoil it for you. I just find that like. Nothing much is happening. Yeah. I don't know. It's just not. Obviously, there's a few episodes left yet, but I don't know what they're going to do to spice it up a bit. Mm. Mm. Maybe the ending's going to be mind blowing. Yeah. But I've just found the last couple of episodes. I'm like, oh. So if you haven't watched Only Murders in the Building, definitely would recommend season one. Season two is good as well. And season three, they might pull pull it out of the bag like. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So we'll wait and see. And it's worth it for the autumnal vibes although i will say mabel hasn't had that many like cracking outfits yet no she hasn't no 
which is another bone of contention. Mm-hmm. Mm. We'll leave our ripe avocado rating till the end. Yes, that's only fair. But if you're watching, let us know what you're thinking. So I started watching The Bear. Oh, God, yes, yes. On <laughs> Disney. Amazing. Oh, and I feel like I know this is terrible because you mention things and most of the time I'm like, yeah, I'll watch that. Yeah, I'll watch it. But this time I have watched it and I feel like I'm repeating what you've already said about how great it is. But I'll just consolidate mm-hmm. how great it is. <laughs> feel free. Like season one, I'm, I think, on the sixth episode now. Mm-hmm. It's, I just think it's great watching. Oh, I, I can't look away. Yeah. yeah. The so food, the so. stocks. So, like, it's just. Season two is better. Season two is better. Oh, that's that's what Darren just said. I thought yeah. you didn't think season two was as good. We didn't start. think so. Like episode one and part of two, and then it just became the most amazing thing we've ever watched. Wow. Well, that's... maybe Darren's not one hundred percent in agreement there. Well, for me, it's one of my like top five shows ever. Okay. Darren's oh, stunned. Darren oh, he needs the mic. Oh, God. Oh, God. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so the Christmas episode on the second season of The Bear is amazing. There's no spoilers. Like It's, and, just, it's called The Christmas. And something. the episode of called, I think it's called Forks. Oh, yeah. I know that's my favorite. Forks. Stunning. Mm-hmm. Stunning. Yeah, wait till you. I can't wait till you watch it. Oh, why is it just... I won't even tell you anything okay, about it. Okay, just don't tell me anything. Yeah. But I, I just but season like, one's fantastic too. I feel like I want to go around and tell everyone to watch The Bear. Mm-hmm. And then like Gene Wilder's just amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know he's the image I know of Gene Wilder, that But man. like, do you know what? So he's called Jeremy Allen White. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize he was in the, the American version of Shameless. Mm. But I, I'd never seen him in anything before. So I was looking up clips of him in that. Like... I couldn't, I couldn't figure out, not to be shallow here, Darren, but <laughs> I was texting Marie and I was like, is he attractive? Is he a good looking lad? Darren's and I was like, I eyes. only look at my husband, so. No, but I'm know. just saying, as if, as if someone would appreciate a painting in the Louvre. <laughs> I'm just saying. We were I objectifying co- the chef. <laughs> we were objectifying the chef, but like there should be an appreciation day for his arms. <laughs> I have never seen a man no, wear an noticed. apron and a white t-shirt so well. Like seriously. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. I think I'll give him the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, but I'm the same. Like I, I can't even. Your speech. Don't be. Don't no, be afraid I, to speak no. in front of your husband. <laughs> I'm not scared. No, but I just don't know. Like I don't know if I do. No, I don't know. Do not. Like no, I, I don't. But I just don't know. Like I don't know that I don't. <laughs> I think I like you. <laughs> and then, like, you'll find us in season two. I start to see Richie differently in season. Richie. Two. <laughs> I know. I know. But just wait. Richie. Well, know. he'd want to have somehow glow up, you know, because <laughs> I'm not feeling it at the minute. <laughs> just wait. He doesn't even have a glow up, but. <laughs> well, I'm at the part where he's dealing cocaine at the back of the restaurant. <laughs> so, so, like, 
I'm not really seeing the. <laughs> You'll see. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, maybe not. Okay. Mm, but no, it's a brilliant show. There's just something about it. I feel like in the first episode, it was like a whirlwind, and I was watching, and it was over before I realized what where I was or what was going on. Mm. It's just it really really grabs your attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very visually stunning and very fast visually, and pacey yeah. and cool. Very cool. Yeah, no, I do. Lo- I really really love it. And it's based in Chicago. Mm. I feel like if it was based in New York, you would be there. Oh, you'd be like, that <laughs> is know. the best show. It'd be number one. <laughs> yeah, it's good now. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do an appreciation post for his arms. <laughs> <laughs> It's on my to-do list for next week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so less of the objectifying the chef. Mm-hmm. Have you been watching anything? Um, yes, yeah, so we started a show. Called, and actually, Jeremy Allen White was in it for a split second as well, weirdly. But the show is Only from like 2000... Second. What did I say, Darren? 2014 or 13 or something? Uh, it's called The Leftovers. <laughs> Because um, we kept saying, you know, all these lists of best HBO shows ever. And this one kept coming up, The Leftovers. Um, it has Justin Theroux, you know, that actor or Theroux. Cousin, cousin of Louis. Yeah, first cousin. Darren didn't thought I was kind of joking. Um, no, whenever I first said cousins. That. And yeah. he was married to Jennifer Aniston. Yes, correct. He is the main guy in it. Um, so let me just pull up some information about it. Um, so we've watched about six episodes of it. Um, it gets 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. I briefly described this before because I think it was in that rundown of best shows ever that I read out before oh, as really? well. It was in the top 10. So after some residents mysteriously disappear from Mapleton, New York, the people left behind struggle to rebuild their lives. So what seems to have happened in this show, The Leftovers, is that all these people, like the amount of people, say, who died from COVID, for example, like disappear, but they disappear like into thin air and nobody knows why this happened. So it's obviously there's a slight sci-fi element to it, but it's not a sci-fi show, really. So then at the start, it shows you this, just people disappearing and all the chaos. But then it flashes to three years later. And then the people that are left behind are called the leftovers. So it could be somebody who lost a parent or a child or whatever else. And it's showing you their lives now since. But there's all this mad stuff. Like there's a weird cult in the background and we're not sure what their deal is. Nothing um, like a good cult to yes, the they're so hype eerie. of the show. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but like there's so many you just don't know what's going on but it's good it keeps you going like i think we've yeah we've about six watch now and i really like it like so far i'd give it a solid four ripe avocados i think wow. there's there was only three seasons made of it oh i didn't even know was there that many seasons yeah i only thought there was one but there's three um, when you said the leftovers i was like is this restaurant related as well yeah <laughs> is this about doggy no. bags no it's all weird and there's all this mental health stuff in it like justin thoreau's character is like the chief of police and his dad was the chief of police before that but he's in a mental asylum 
And then Justin Theroux's character is starting to get all these same hallucinations and stuff as well. So mm-hmm. there's just loads of different things going on. Like, I think you would really like it. Um, so we've been watching that. And then another thing I started on my own, which I've really enjoyed, is a documentary on Netflix called Live to 100. <gasps> Did you watch it? I forgot I watched <gasps> the first episode Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I've only watched the first one as well. And so I, good. I, I meant to mention it and I just evaporated from my head mm. yeah very good isn't it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's about what are the, what's the regions called are they called blue regions or blue zones blue zones there's five of them in the world mm-hmm. um so we've both only watched the one that's in japan yeah um so yeah live to 100 it is what it says in the tin basically it's this national geographic researcher who goes to each of these zones and tries to identify why people are living to 100 and why they have this longevity in their lives. So mm-hmm. he's asking them about their mantras, their well-being, their diet, their relationships, and trying to just see if there are like patterns between each that he can learn from. <laughs> I'm just laughing, thinking, do you remember the scene where there was like this elderly obviously a Japanese lady is in Japan mm-hmm. but she was she was kind of playing a thing where she was like throwing rings mm-hmm. it was like a family game and she was obviously what age was she 101 or yeah she was over 100 she yeah. was over 100 anyway and then she started playing this little thing that looked like a ukulele and it was like a song and she was singing it in Japanese and the subtitles were underneath I was howling oh yes, yes. Like, <laughs> don't fall over <laughs> Her singing voice was It was yeah questionable. Yeah, as well, which made it even funnier. And she was saying it was like laughter, hang about with young people, Mm -hmm. don't be stressing. Don't don't get angry. Yeah, don't get angry. Do not get angry. Which is a good one. Um a lot of sweet potato. Sweet purple potato. Yeah, I want to get some of that. Yeah, I was actually looking up where to get the purple potato. Yeah, <laughs> did you find it? It's not the bog standard sweet potato. No. No, it's... I, I don't know would Any it be luck? suited to the Irish climate either to grow it. But maybe some of those stores like um, Royal Spiceland in Letterkenny might have it. I don't know. That's a great shop. Where's Royal Spiceland now? It's out... Oh. Where, do you know where Florit is? Out like near the Cullion Road, out at Dry Arch. Yes. Um, Royal Spiceland, I would recommend. Like he has loads of cool stuff. Such a pristine shop, and then there's a, a great butcher's as well. And he has oh, loads of class yes. stuff in the freezer, and it's and like mad different like foods that obviously you can't really get anywhere else. And oh. he has he has um unique vegetables and fruits as well, so he could well have it. Yeah, he well see Joe. See, this potato, though, I think only grows on that island. Oh, Okinawa. Okay. Okay. Is no, that right, okay. Okinawa? I don't even think Royal Spiceland could get that then. They might. Do, you, do they know anyone? Yeah. Okinawa. Mm. I don't know am I pronouncing that. But it's purple and it looks delicious. Yeah. Maybe there's some kind of um, a dupe. <laughs> a dupe dupe. Um, so yeah, that's a good show. I'm looking forward to watching the other episodes. It gets 95% in Rotten Tomatoes. You're, the guy that presents it is called Dan Butner, who discovers five unique communities where people live extraordinarily long and vibrant lives. And like, he's quite upbeat. He's nice to watch. 
Yeah, he is, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's very like optimistic and um, yeah. Like hold on to your hat. I found the potato on Etsy. On Etsy, <laughs> I'm not eating something from Etsy. It's also called a Hawaiian, a Hawaiian potato, Hawaiian sweet potato. Mm-hmm. So now, I want to get some of this. Order it up there. Off Etsy. Yeah. <laughs> Why would it be on Etsy? That's very random. It doesn't. It looks a bit gone off now. No, I wouldn't be eating that. Um. So other big news in television land. Oh, go on. At Home with the Furies has been renewed for a second season after all. Oh, yeah. I felt like that could have been a fact check yours because you didn't think it would be. No, he said he had said no. He told you no. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, he had said no because he was quoted saying no. And then he obviously changed his mind since. But how how could he not? I know. But I bet you this is the narrative like, will uh, be very different now in season two. Do you think? It could be like a keeping up with the Kardashians thing now. What uh, are they called? The What's the name of the show again? At Home with the Furies. At Home with... I'm just thinking of the acronym for it. At mm. Home with the Furies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to watch it again. Um, but what then? Oh, and also in other bizarre TV news. I like this section. <laughs> Um, and other bizarre TV news, have you seen that Kim Kardashian is going to be in that American horror story? Is that what you call it? No. Yeah. And guess her character's name. Um, Chris. <laughs> Siobhan. Siobhan. That's her character's name in it. How do you have all this information? <laughs> I don't know. I do my research. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just happened upon it online and screenshotted it. Um, it was on her daughter, like, so it wasn't like I really was digging deep. No offense to her, but, you know, it was on mainstream media. <laughs> let's like, just say Kim Kardashian to play a character called Siobhan in American Horror Story Delicate. Oh, wow. See, American Horror Story yeah, is one of those things that I feel... I'm just not as bit into it as I was before either. Mm-hmm. But if Kim Kardashian was in it, look at it, I'd give it a go. I know, because I was nearly thinking I might start watching it too. Um, so yeah, that is definitely all my TV guys. <laughs> and Kylie's gone out with your man, Timothy Chamolet. Yeah. Some That's people an, are saying it's a PR. It's an unlikely parent relationship, but I think it's cute if it's true. Mm. Okay. Yeah, like why not? Sure, why not? So, is that all the TV guide? Mm-hmm. God, we we milked the TV guide this yeah. week. Yeah, World Wide Web. I was just going to mention a TikTok that you had sent on to me. A TikTok I sent us so <laughs> a TikTok, <laughs> a TikTok that you'd sent on to me. Our favorite soap shop is coming to Dublin. Yeah, Bath and Body Works. Mm-hmm. Now I sent this on to a few of the girls. I love the Bath and Body Works, but usually it's when you go to America and you're getting, you're obviously getting it for a cheaper price. And there was a guy that we used to get it off, I think some kind of Facebook group that they used to import, like we were like drug mules, <laughs> soap, sorry, soap mules, like yeah. we call the episode. Mm-hmm. But 
They're also available on the next website for eleven fifty a pop. Oh right. And I just thought, am I that much of a notiony? I know. Does that take the novelty off it away? But maybe the chase was part of the appeal. Maybe that was. Yeah, they're on the next website for eleven fifty. Mm. I won't pay eleven fifty for soap. No. But I would love to go to the Bath and Body Works shop when it comes in. It's yeah, coming to me Dublin. Sure. Me because sure. I, I don't know, is it in the UK? I'm not sure if it was or not. I don't think so. I don't think it is. People were saying. Um, we'll fact check that for next week. The other thing then that I was going to mention, I had been tagged in by my cousin Lisa, obviously thinking of Christmas drinks already. Bailey's chocolate. Mm-hmm. She'd sent me a picture of it, right? And I went deep diving. I couldn't see like where is it coming in. It was Tables and Vine that had put it up. Coming to our shelves soon. Bailey's chocolate. So it's Bailey's made with real Belgian chocolate. Mm-hmm. Sounds absolutely delicious. Mm. So I had been reading back then. Like Bailey's was created. <coughs> excuse me. As like an Irish cream liqueur oh but we seem to be no you knew that right <laughs> don't I, don't express <laughs> i don't like it but like why have we missed out on all the variant flavors mm. so when you when you hear this i was just reading online you'll be shocked at all the different flavors because with some of them i was like what so in 2003 baileys and co launched an alco pop called baileys glide mm. did you hear that nope no, anyway, it was discontinued then because it wasn't, it didn't take off. In 2005, they had mint chocolate and cream caramel. Mm. I remember that the caramel nice. one. I remember the caramel one. It was delicious. I vaguely remember a mint one. Mm. So I'd I think the that, mint one. that obviously came to Ireland. But then they were, after the success of the previous variant flavors in 2008, they released a coffee variant, followed by a hazelnut flavored variant in 2010. Then they launched a biscotti flavor and they had a chocolate lux one. This was in 2013. Then they released a vanilla cinnamon variety in the US. Wait till you hear this now, my autumnal friend. <laughs> <laughs> they released a pumpkin spice Bailey's. So we never got a piece of that. And an espresso and salted caramel one. Oh. So. Yeah. Why do Irish customers not get to benefit from all of this? I don't know. I'm I'm gonna start looking. So from 2016 to 2018, Bailey's coffee, mocha, and latte were available in cans all across the UK and Europe. I have never seen such a thing. In 2017, Bailey's launched their pumpkin spice flavoured liqueur as well as their vegan-friendly Bailey's Almande, described as a blend of sweet almond oil, cane sugar, and a touch of real vanilla. And in 2018, Bailey's Strawberry and Cream was made available. Bailey's launched a new flavour, Red Velvet Cupcake, late 2019. Oh my god. In 2020, Bailey's Apple Pie flavour was launched for Christmas. What? Why are they, t- why are they yeah. keeping all the flavours away from us? I'm feeling very hard done by. I am. They just think Irish people drink anything would be wasted on us. Really? Don't know. To be fair now, I've become more fond of that cool swan than Bailey's. 
But I, I do love Bailey's. Oh, I've never tasted the cool swan. It's Irish med cream liqueur. Beautiful. Mm. But I just was shocked at all the flavours. Yeah, I know. That's shocking. Like, like I've never seen any unique Baileys. So if anyone can get their hands on some pumpkin spice Baileys. Let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> You'll have a new mule instead of a soap mule. It'll be a Baileys mule. Mm. Um, hmm. Like this is crazy. Anyway, I'm going to go on the hunt for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I have to be in the humor for it. Like, but, Bailey, um, it's nice with a bit of ice after dinner. Mm. Not that I have that every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't be dying about it, but it is nice the odd time at Christmas, maybe. Darren's shaking his head vigorously. You don't really like it? Yeah, too sickly. Made myself sick on it one time. Oh, he made himself sick on it. One I time. also made myself sick on it one time. <laughs> Surprise, surprise, you two. <laughs> well, uh, no, like it was when I was young and naive and had been out and came in then with one of the girls and we like ended up drinking nearly a bottle of Baileys. And the next day <laughs> we were going to Bundorn <laughs> to the fun fair, like, and so we went on one of the Twizzler things and we came off and we were green and we were all, and then we went on it again just to really shake the Baileys out of us. Like, but I've never felt more churned. In yeah, my life, uh, all that sugar. Oh, you'd be diabetic after it, like. <laughs> but it didn't put you off it. No, I still like it now. Mm, but I've had good. time to recover from that incident. Mm. But Darren has. I'm guessing your incident was when you were young as well. No, I think it was last Christmas. No, last was Christmas. it last Christmas? Last oh, right. Christmas. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Did we have a bottle out there, Christmas? Did we? Oh, yeah. somebody gave me one as a gift. Was that it? I drank it. Oh. <laughs> you drank the full bottle. Because no, yeah, I didn't have any of it, I don't think. Uh, most of it. But like, oh, isn't well. it amazing that they can put whiskey and cream in a bottle and it lasts like it lasts two years? Mm. Yeah, I know. That makes me a bit suspicious. I'm suspicious. Yeah. Hmm. I'm suspicious at how delicious it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's all my World Wide Web. Hmm. Um, mine are both a bit... I don't know if anyone would even go to the bother of looking for these, but I read two good articles during the week, and I would recommend them. So, oh, actually, this relates a wee bit to the bear. True, can you not link them? I can link them. Like, can if you anybody link wants, them in the show yeah, notes? Yeah, if anybody wants to read them, they are good. Reminder, Marie, uh, just I hope you're planning to do show notes. This yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Reminder, Marie does great show notes every week. <laughs> yes. So if you need any information, <laughs> please read the show notes below. Yes, please do. It would be I great. I am on YouTube now. It doesn't work like saying read the show notes below. It just doesn't have the same ring to it. No. But one, uh, oh, sorry, it relates to the bear because as you will see in season two, and I'm not going to give anything away, but there's just an episode of The Bear mm-hmm. that links Richie and Taylor Swift. And I am now a Swiftie. I love Taylor Swift I since that. I've seen you sharing something and I didn't even want to ask. Yeah, no, there's no point. Just I'll keep it. Re- I'll just make it as elusive as that. But then I started to be like, do I love Taylor Swift? Because I love that moment and I've played the clip there's a certain scene and I played it over and over and over Can and I, it's the song I, Love Story I can't play no don't okay. don't and then also Clara 
is really into the movie Sing at the minute. And you know, she loves Shake, is it Shake It Off, you call that song? Yeah. And she does a wee dance and all to it. So, and I love that song too. And I'm like, I actually am a Swifty. Maybe I always was. So anyway, this article is <laughs> so, in- <laughs> this, this article's so interesting. It's in the New Yorker. And it's by a man in prison for murder. Okay, we've gone, we've, if we've done a graph of happiness there on it, it's like, well, I know, but it's just, this is such an uplifting article. So it's called, if you just type in The New Yorker, and it's entitled, Listening to Taylor Swift in Prison, Her Music Makes Me Feel That I'm Still Part of the World I Left Behind by Joe Garcia. Um, Oh, there's, I think there's something, there's like a, what do you call it, Darren? There's like a cavalcade coming through Glen imminently in case people start to hear beeping in the background. Should we pause? Can you pause? pause. Oh my god, we've never paused before. Okay. Oh yeah, okay. We'll pause. We'll pause. Cavalcade. Pause for what's let me just see what the cavalcade's for. It's for football cup. So congrats to the <laughs> under under fourteens. Glenry under fourteens. They're coming. They're coming. Pause. Pause. pause, 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 pause. <laughs> okay, we're back. We don't know if said cavalcade even went past or not, but let's just roll with it. <laughs> um, we got very excited there. Yeah, we did. We were expecting all the beeps and flags and stuff. We've calmed down. Yeah, but anyhow, this guy, this article is great because it starts from when. The guy, Joe, was put in prison in 2009. He was sentenced to life in prison. Mm -hmm. And it just goes through everything right up to now to 2023. His whole trajectory of like how he finds Taylor Swift and how her music guides him through his time in prison. And it gives you an insight into prison life and everything. And it's just such a good read. Like it would take you a good 10 minutes to read it. Yeah, hang on. But it's brilliant. Like, I think somebody should make a wee show about it or something. Like, it's just class. Um, I just, like, I never read anything from that point of view before. He's a, an amazing writer. I don't know what his background was before he murdered somebody. But <laughs> they don't even go in. He doesn't go in depth about his crimes or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just all. And he wrote there. He wrote it, yeah. So, like. in, for The New Yorker. I don't know if people are allowed to submit essays to The New Yorker, maybe. And it got chosen. I'll fact check that. It's called the weekend essay and I read them not every weekend, but if I, if the headline grabs me, I'll read it. Mm-hmm. And then I seen this one going viral as being one of the best ever of the weekend essays. So I thought, oh, I'll give it a read and I really enjoyed it. Um, I, so I that's like, that one. I nearly want to know what's his favorite songs. He loves the song Red. I think is that what one Taylor's songs. I'm going to listen to some Taylor Swift on the way home. Yeah, but see when you read his article too, like it makes you want to go and listen to the songs he's talking about and everything. Yeah. And what I loved about it too is see you forget that in prison too they they aren't allowed, a lot of the time they're not allowed smartphones. So mm-hmm. it's not like he can just pop Taylor Swift on Spotify. So he actually has to use um, a CD player to listen or a really old MP3 player that he has to get somebody on the outside to upload the music onto or he has to save up and get an album or ask one of his cousins to buy him an album and gift it to him so he had to really strive for all his taylor swift music as well which she made him appreciate it even more he's like a teenage girl yeah and they said and he's like 
as he's writing this now towards now at eight now he's what 55 um so whatever age he was in 2009 but i mean like he was obviously a a near middle-aged man when he started enjoying taylor swift and as it turns out when you're reading the essay loads of the other tough guys in prison actually love her music as well (laughs) (laughs) so it's just it's such a unique read it wasn't really her target demographic but little does she know they're there freaking working hard in prison to get their taylor album um, she should do like you know in the Johnny Cash film Walk the oh Line yeah. <laughs> where he goes into Folsom Prison she should like go into the prison and just do a little concert yeah I know well Joe was hoping to get out next year out of prison so let's see how he gets on I mean he could be a really horrible heinous person for all I know but he's a beautiful writer anyway um, <laughs> and then he's honed a skill yeah I was reading an article um, and Marie Claire online about Sarah Jessica Parker, which is quite good. Um, they're just asking her about her beauty routine, and she throws a wee bit of shade without naming her at Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, um, so they say, what did she say? They were asking her about her self care routine. Did she, she say a really goop. good answer? Let's see if I can find it. If I can't find it in the next ten seconds, I'll abandon ship and just link the article. But she really ritual. has, like, aged very gracefully. Like, she looks amazing. Yeah. And she For, just looks... And, like, she just looks like she has age. aged. Yeah. Definitely. But like, yeah. Um. So they're asking her, like, about her self-care ritual. And she just gives such a pragmatic answer. She's like, um, if anything, I'm reading a book for 15 minutes. Even 15 minutes is a luxury um, for most working mothers in this country who are sometimes working two or three jobs with no family support, no community support, perhaps not even a partner. So for me, 15 minutes reading a book is such a privilege. Um, and then she said, like, I don't like to talk about self-care days because I don't think they're fair to the millions of women who are working in this country and globally. I think the concept of self-care makes people feel terrible and lousy and isolated if they can't afford access or even dream of self-care. Nobody wants to hear that some well-to-do, well-paid actress is having a self-care day. I find it tone deaf. (laughs) Oh. So it was a bit like, meow. She has a point. It's kind of like, you like to hear about self-care from your peers and stuff, but maybe not from like people who have extremely privileged lives and loads of money Mm -hmm. and loads of help. So I just thought it was good as well. It's in Marie Claire Claire magazine and it was very good. Now she was promoting a beauty brand during this called Rock, R-O-C, skincare brand I'm not overly familiar with them no. but apparently it's a very affordable one and that's why she chose to be their ambassador because it's like a pharmacy brand okay um, so that's my two world wide web bits any recommendations, recommendations? Uh, I have a very random r- one recommendation uh, right <laughs> that I stumbled upon this week so I put in my Dunn's order as we all know I love a Dunay's order mm-hmm. but I had ordered these okay so you know you can get like coca noodle pot noodles you can get the actual pot noodles you can get mcdonald's they're doing a pot noodle now but there's a brand called nissan and i not the car n-i-s-s-i-n but they do these pots they're called soba noodles mm-hmm. they're in duns but they're like a japanese noodle but they're like a little snack like look at i'm not here promoting that this is top 
nutritional advice. advice. And yeah, very nutritional. But they're a handy little snack and I got them and they're really tasty. But the way you make them, so you know the way you have a pot noodle Mm -hmm. and you pour in boiling water to the line, put over the tin lid Mm -hmm. or the aluminium lid (laughs) we found out last week and let it kind of sit. So Mm -hmm. this, you get a top on it, but there's like little holes. Right. So you peel back the foil lid, put in your hot water, let it sit, and then you drain the water out of it. Oh, cool. And then you put in the sauce. So I had the teriyaki flavor. Mm-hmm. It was really nice. Mm, they sound lovely. Listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're not like watery, so it's like you're letting the noodles mm. kind of rehydrate. <laughs> you're not scalding yourself on yeah. the noodle juice. Yeah. Noodle juice. <laughs> <laughs> Beetle juice's arch <laughs> nemesis. <laughs> equally horrified when you bloody burn yourself. Noodle on juice. It. There's your episode name. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, Nissan Soba noodles. Hmm. Tasty little snack. I don't know. I'm trying to kind of be gluten free again, so I probably can't even They are them. full of gluten. Oh that I'd say You thought I was gonna say that. Yeah, I was like <gasps> Oh, so oh, well. Maybe you can get I know Suba noodles I was reading up about them earlier These mm-hmm. type of noodles You can get them gluten free as well So Alright Yeah That's a good recommendation Um, I just have like A couple of many <laughs> Anti-recommendations But not really mm-hmm. So I Cancelled Duolingo After 88 days Did you? Yeah I know and like Technically, I had an 88 day streak because they give you a streak freeze if you miss like a day. Yes. But I did miss a day. I know. You told me that. You were, like a, you were like a child in the confession box. Yeah, <laughs> around 60 something I did miss one. Like, so I felt like I was living a lie after that anyway. Um, I don't know. Like the wee Duolingo bird was like stressing me out. Like. Wait, like what does the bird do? Does the bird like tweet at you? It kind of, well, you can turn off the notifications, I suppose, but it's always doing pop-ups like, have you practiced yet? Your time's running out, Marie. Aren't you going <laughs> to practice? Don't you want to improve your Irish? And I feel like he was gaslighting me. I was like, all right, hold on. Like I've been working all day. I'm trying to get Clara sorted. Like I'll sit down and I'll do it at about 10. And I was just starting to feel very pressured by the bird. Um, oh god no nobody wants to be pressured by the bird and even when i cancelled it i was still signed up to their emails so even today they were emailing me being like you haven't practiced in three days and i was i had to unsubscribe from the emails so they have a very down pat their whole thing about like keeping it relevant in your mind all the time but i was getting too into it like myself and darren were on a night out in the harbour bar where there were lots of bands playing and like in the middle of one of the bands playing i had to sit and do the duolingo because i was like oh no i need to do it now before 12 o'clock okay that's (laughs) a bit i know i've seen a tiktok of a girl like filming her friend doing it at electric picnic as well i was like i'm not the only one she was like it's this has gone too far it was so funny um so like i was enjoying it but i just feel like it's a bit too high pressure for me um, so I'm, I cancelled it for a while and it was After a bit dear as well. Yeah. I was really hoping to make it to 100 days, but I just couldn't hack it. And like when you say it's too dear, how much was it? I think like Duolingo Super, which is what I was using, was 14 euro a month. Like that's Fort- a lot. E- yeah. euro a month. I know. 
I mean, you were learning, like, you could be spending it on worse. You could, yeah. Because I was, my Irish was but coming flooding back to me. Was it? Yeah. Throw us a couple fuckle there. Yeah, well, I don't know. I can't under pressure. You're worse than the bird now. <laughs> 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 I'm a crow. But like, no, no, anything you ask me, I can think of the words like I was really getting there. And I didn't need it that much because I have my Irish, but it was good for practice sake. But maybe if it was five euro and it wasn't sending me relentless notifications. Um, and then I kind of overheard a funny conversation too. And like, I'm obviously not going to talk about where they were talking about, but I just heard two older gentlemen having a chat and I thought it was so funny and they were just talking about a place um and they were saying like about how it's so dear for all you get and things like that and I was laughing to myself just with the way they were going on I was like ah yeah it's wild hard to get a decent fish and chip anywhere nowadays and the other man was all I know and and the worst thing is they'll not even give you a plate I see these old baskets. <laughs> I just found that so funny. Like they were just roasting all these different notiony places, um, which I found quite hilarious. Which is true. There's nothing wrong with an old plate. Yeah, I remember being out before as well in a big group, and there was the lady in the group who got her dinner on a wooden board, and she could not understand. Like couldn't comprehend why <laughs> is my main course on a chopping board <laughs> i know i know it's it's just not a thing anymore yeah or it doesn't need to be i like getting my pizzas on a board do you know yeah. a round board yeah because mm-hmm. it's nice and stable for the pizza but other than that no yeah I hate them little, you know those things you get the chips in that are in the shape of like a mini thing that you put in a deep <laughs> yes. fryer. But Jesus, they are I hate them. A torture. And like, I, I always think, how do they like wash them properly? Good point. Well, sometimes they put paper in them. Good sometimes places put they like do. fish and chip paper yeah, in them. Yeah, most of the time they do, yeah. But they're annoying because you're just wanting to tip your chips out anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you always do tip the chips out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're a bit dated. Are we calling it? They're dated. Get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> the little weird fryer baskets. Over. They're gone. Over. over. Done. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's all my auntie recommendations. Have you any trivia? I've no trivia. No. I can. I don't think I do either. I can pull up something random here. Oh, by the way, the soba noodles. Yes, they are traditionally made with buckwheat flour, which is gluten-free. Oh, But anyway, we'll get some random trivia here. Darren, have you any trivia? Eh-eh. No, he eh-eh. doesn't. Computer says no. Oh, I uh, I have trivia. Oh, I have trivia. But I can't remember now what it is. But did you know that SCUBA, the word SCUBA, is an acronym? For... I didn't know that. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, he of course darn knew it. The, <laughs> the quiz master himself. Scuba. Say it again now. Scuba is... is self-contained... Self-contained underwater, underwater breathing, breathing apparatus. apparatus. Yeah. But that makes oh, no sense. The, oh, no, it's not. It's just a tractor. Because how can you be a scuba diver? How can you be a self-contained underwater... In- Underwater breathing apparatus diver. Oh, you actually can't. Never mind. Yeah, you can't. Because <laughs> that's what you wear. <laughs> I, thought I, to, never mind. I thought it was trying to call you an apparatus. Like, 
<laughs> I'm more than just an apparatus. <laughs> um, I think this is on, you know, iRadio I has this 100 question quiz or something where they ask people now the 100th question every day and whoever gets it wins a load of money. Mm-hmm. So one of my colleagues at work, Margaret, was asking us because this was the question yesterday. And she was like, did you know? And like none of us knew that SCUBA was an acronym or Fair what the acronym Darren. was. So Darren, I, and I said in the office today, I was like, that's like something my husband would know. And I was right. Very and impressive. And he was right. SCUBA. <laughs> um, it, although it's become the word we use to describe diving itself, the full meaning of SCUBA is self-contained underwater breathing apparatus, a term coined back in 1952 by U.S. Major Christian Lamberston. Fair play. Now we know. Now we know. So that's all the crack. That's all the crack. And I suppose just another gentle reminder, if anybody would be so kind as to log on to the IrishPodcastAwards.com. And you'll scroll down and there's a little search bar to vote vote for the listener's choice. You type in no other crack pod um, and then it'll just ask you to confirm it in your emails. So we would really appreciate it. And thanks to everybody who has done so, so far. Thank you. Yeah, that was the gentle reminder before the hard reminder. Yeah, before we get serious and start knocking on your doors. Looking for your email addresses. <laughs> Harassing you, haranguing you. Um, so that's all the crack. We shall chat to you all next week. Bye. Bye-bye.